Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me. And because it's the last one of the year, what I thought I'd do is go back over some of the things that have hit me over the course of the year that I've really enjoyed. And I'm talking about bits of content. So I'm talking about things that have come along that I've immersed myself in and have made my life richer. Uh, And some of them will be new things and some of them will be old things that I've just discovered for the first time um, this year. But you'll get the vibe as we go along. So let's kick off with a bit of that twangy guitar. Okay, so let's start with stuff that I've read. And predominantly, I have read um, books. Um, And by that, I mean I've read books more than I've read articles or or more than I've read magazines or newspapers. One thing I will shout out that I've thoroughly enjoyed all year, though I, I kind of enjoy it more when there's political turmoil. So I love reading the um, Sunday Times. Um, whilst it's not necessarily my political position, I think some of the writing's very good. I really like reading Tim Shipman. So um, the Times has been something that all year that I've thoroughly enjoyed. But as I say, particularly when it's been dominated by politics, and there's been a lot of politics for it to dominate this year. So I've spent a lot of time over the course of a week reading the Sunday Times because I tend to read it a bit on Sunday, but a bit through the rest of the week. So that's been a, that's been a bit of a highlight. But I'm not going to pull that out because I've, I've I've read quite a lot of books as well. And you know, going back to the start at the turn of the year, I've read quite quite you know a bit of politics. I've read oh, I sound like Ben Altman. Um, I've read some history. I've read a bit of biography. Um, I've read uh, quite an amount of fiction and a mix between sort of you know, mystery, thriller, that kind of thing, historical stuff, and also some more light-hearted stuff. So there's been quite a quite a mix. Um, and if I had to pull out one thing, one book that I've really enjoyed, and there's been a few that I've really enjoyed over the course of the year, but if I'm going to have to pick out one I've really enjoyed, then it's uh, Daughters of Night by Laura uh, Shepard-Robinson, and it's her second book. Um, and I've I've... I tried to read the first one, actually, Blood and Sugar, and to be honest, it was one of those that I got halfway through and then, for whatever reason, got distracted. So I need to go back, and that's next on my list of things to read, actually, to read that again, Um, because I was enjoying that. But Daughters of Night, I kind of couldn't put down. Um, And it came as a recommendation of all people from James O'Brien, the LBC... um, um, DJ is the wrong word, isn't it? You know, you know what I mean. The, the, the commentator is on, uh, or host that's on LBC. And he'd said how much he enjoyed it and how brilliant it was. And it is absolutely superb. It's a piece of historical fiction. It really was one of the best things I've read in a long, long time. So, you know, of all of the things that I could have picked this year, the one I'm going to say is the one that I perhaps wasn't expecting that kind of hit me from left field. Because this is kind of a it's kind of a bit about the things that have hit me from left field I wasn't necessarily expecting. Then the thing that hit me from left field was uh, was this book by by Laura Shepard uh, Robinson, and it's 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 kind of hard to explain. It's just worth it's just worth giving it a go. If it's if yes, I mean it's as simple as look if you if you fancy something that's a little bit different. Um, and I might have I haven't read the Amor Towels uh, book yet, the Lincoln Lawyer, which. I might have felt differently again if I read that one again because Gentleman in Moscow made such an impression on me. 
but I haven't got to that yet. So so I'm going to stick with with Daughters of Night as being the big in in the reeds. Then that's the big thing in the reeds, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so now let's come on to the watch. We've done the read, let's do the watch. And I'm going to lump in TV and movie here, um, which is interesting because when I come to the listen to, I'm going to split out spoken word and music. But I'm going to um, go and put movie and um, TV together. And I'm kind of doing that for a couple of reasons, really. Well, actually, no, I'm doing it for one reason, which is that we've not gone to the cinema a lot this year. So therefore, there's there's not a lot of movie in that sort of respect so everything i've kind of watched i've kind of watched on the television um so i might as well put the two things together and i know there's something about a movie in of itself that is that kind of you know that two hour period of time um but i don't feel i can really separate it out so um because i do think it's interesting that i seem to be watching far more um far more TV-based drama, as in TV-based drama is the wrong thing, far more chapter-based stuff that's made into, you know, be it half dozen episodes, be it ten episodes, be it whatever it is. I seem to be watching more of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've always liked slow drama. I've always liked slow books. Um, You know, I like books that unfold very slowly. I like TV that unfolds slowly. I'm quite happy to watch things that that take six, eight, ten hours. That doesn't doesn't bother me. I'd, I'd I'd rather it that way. So that kind of points me more towards these a lot of the TV stuff than it does maybe the film anyway. Um, but I'm I'm going to put the two together mainly because I there's not been that many films that have really hit me this year. Maybe it's because I've not watched as many. Uh, I mean I've I've I recently watched The Courier uh, for the first time, the, the Benedict Cumberbatch film, and thought that was very, very good and thought his performance was exceptional. And I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thought that was a, a you know, was a great movie. Um I mean we talked a little bit about Bond. I mean I'm you know, still not still not hundred percent on uh, you know, on, on No Time to Die, uh, particularly and I can't think of many other films that have come along where I've gone, wow, that was that was exceptional. And maybe I've just not been watching the right movie, so that maybe that's me. But what I have been bowled over with has been the incredible amount of of of, of drama, serialized drama that I've that's I've watched over the course of the year and how good it's been. And some of it's been older. I mean I, I finally got around to watching The Fall, which I thought was exceptional. And The Fall could well have been the best thing I'd seen all year, possibly if I'd watched it when it first came out. Uh, and that's not to suggest that it had massively dated, but one of the things I'm going to pick, so I'm going to pick two, um, was actually had the advantage of being very much more in the moment than The Fall was. But The Fall was absolutely exceptional. I thought that was really, really great. I thought the second series of Animals in the Building was absolutely superb. I, th- I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Anatomy of a Scandal was absolutely great. I thought that was... You know, off the charts, good. But the two things I'm going to go for um, that really hit me and really were seem to be different league um, to to you know to anything else. Um, one was the capture, um, which I watched the first series, which is you know a couple of years old, and then watched the new series, which has just come out. Uh, and I thought the second series particularly was absolutely incredible and and really very very disturbing in the way that you look at something that's happening now in terms of um 
you know how we can fake and manipulate video and that really really hit me so um i thought i thought that was incredible and i thought that would be my pick of the year um you know without a shadow of a doubt just just great so many levels great and then of course i sat down and watched andor on disney plus um which is the the back it's part of the star wars backstory but it's a it's about a it's about a bit player in the Rebel Alliance, essentially. It's about the person who ultimately steals the Death Star plans in the future, but it's about how he starts. It's about the, the kind of the start of that rebellion that ultimately would feed into the first Star Wars film. And it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. It was, you know, it was Blade Runner-esque. It was dystopian. It was political. It was just so many things wrapped wrapped together. Um, and I thought that was great as well. And I can't pick between those two, you know. And as I say, there's been some other good stuff that I've watched. I can't remember if this year I watched Vigil, which I thought was great. You know, there's been a couple of other things I watched that I thought were, you know, were really good. But the Capture and Andor just seem to be head and shoulders above anything else. Um, and as I say, very notable mention to Only Murders in the Building, which is thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. But those two, absolutely superb. Okay, so I said I was going to split top listen. And I'm going to split top listen in between music and I'm going to split it between podcast. And I think that's because I spend so much time listening to podcasts that I don't want to not have a podcast pick for the year but then I also couldn't imagine not having a music pick for the year though the interesting thing about the music pick is that actually I haven't listened to as many new albums this year as I should have done so in some respects it's it's a it's almost not as worthy a category this one um i find myself as i'm getting older reverting back far more to the things i've listened to a lot before which is wrong i shouldn't do that i should just keep listening to new stuff and i i'm exploring new stuff everywhere else but it seems to be music i seem to keep coming back into that space where i'm comfortable and just going over you know over that a, a lot um obviously um there's you know i've listened to the Marillion album a lot this year, an hour before it's dark. Um, the um, Tears of Fears album, uh, Tipping Point, absolutely fantastic. Really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, uh, the uh, Wintown Marshalls album, um, which I can't even remember what it's called, but the Wintown Marshalls album, absolutely fantastic. And of course, it's a, a, that's even greater because, you know, I know one of the people who's played on it who's you know become a, a become a friend become a, a friend through the through the podcasts and obviously i was very lucky to get a, um, a credit on that particular album which makes it even the worst that i can't remember it um but that absolutely blew me away as well um but the one i'm gonna pick is actually an album that's not new I'm going to pick Southeastern uh, by Jason Isbell because I came to Jason Isbell this year for the first time, having not heard any of the, any of his stuff at all, and have just been blown away by how good Southeastern is as an album with two or three tracks. Well, the whole album's great, but the two or three tracks are just absolutely stunning. Um, 
and um, I introduced, I've used one as a, um, a title for an episode, Cover Me Up, I use for a, an episode title. And he's just, the more I discover of him and his back catalogue, the more I'm just blown away uh, by Jason Isbell. So I'm going to I'm gonna pick that simply because that's had a real profound um, effect on me since I've, since I've heard it. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean that Marillion's not great. It doesn't mean that, and because Marillion is great. I mean, it's difficult. I don't tend to pick, I would probably never pick Marillion as a favourite album, if that makes sense, because Marillion for me just sits aside over there on its own as being something that is so unique that it doesn't actually feed in with everything else. Whereas everything else kind of all goes together, Marillion kind of sits apart. So I don't, you know, if I'm doing a top five of songs, I I, I wouldn't include a Marillion song in it because Marillion's just there and it's its thing um, in, in, a, in a kind of different way, which probably sounds totally weird as well. But um, but no, the Jason Isbell um, South East album is just, is just, yes, just really, really great. And it's one of those things you listen to and you realise how prodigiously talented he is. Um, and, and obviously was lucky enough to see him live and was blown away by him live as well. And of course, the crazy thing about all this is that I've actually bought a Jason Isbell uh, custom Telecaster because I like the guitar. There's no mention of his name anywhere on it. It just is his signature guitar, but you wouldn't know that. Um, and I bought the guitar without even knowing the artist. I bought the guitar because I like the guitar. So all so I've come to Jason Isbell in the kind of totally the wrong way round. Um, but yes, that's going to be my listening pick in terms of music. <laughs> Okay, so that brings me to Top Listen Podcast. And this is where I guess I have heard more new stuff over the course of the year because obviously virtually everything podcast is fresh. You don't tend to listen to podcasts uh, more than once as a rule, or I don't seem to anyway. I don't know if it's a, you know, but I don't. I tend to listen to them once and that's, that's kind of it. Um, and there's been a lot that I've worked my way through this year that's been... Um, there's either been things I've listened to before, but I've still engaged with, or new things that have come along um, that I haven't haven't sort of listened to before. And um, the new the news agents podcast that came out fairly recently, I'm really enjoying with um, John Sopel and Emily Maitlis and Lewis Goodall. I think that's been very very good. The rest is politics uh, that's come along with Alistair Campbell um, is 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 very very good. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. Obviously, continuing to enjoy. Um, the Romaniacs um, podcast, which is now called Oh God, What Now? Um, continue to enjoy uh, the Bunker podcast. That's very good as well. Um, you know, so they've all they've all come along and they've been brilliant. But the two I'm going to call out, I'm going to call out one as a kind of an honourable second. Uh, and I've I've been listening to Matt Ford uh, on the political party for a long, long time. And I really like Matt Ford, and I think the political party's got some of the best political interviews that you will hear. Um, mainly because they're very in-depth, because they're now an hour and a quarter, hour and a half, uh, often in front of a live audience, which is great. And he, he, you know, he's a bit of a genuine political geek, but in that kind of very exuberant way. And so you get, you get, you know, they're very funny for a start, but uh, and they're very, very, a, a lot comes out. I think the people on them tend to be very open and very candid, which is which is great. Um, so I've I've liked the political party for a long time, but he did a um, a thing um, a, a scandals podcast. I think it was British Scandals. It's called, and they did um, half a dozen episodes on um, telling the story of Boris Johnson, and 
Matt Ford is a he's a very good mimic. He's he's a very good impressionist, and um, this clearly, you know, it's it's based on an interpretation of the truth, um, and it's it's fictionalized in a kind of the crown kind of way. Um, so you have to take it with a huge pinch of salt, but as but as interesting entertainment, particularly if you've got a reasonable idea of what went on at the time, then it's actually very, very, um, very, very, very interesting, very entertaining. Um, it's far more like a, a radio program than a than a podcast per se. Um, but I would certainly point you towards that because I th- I thoroughly enjoyed uh, listening to that. Um, but the one I'm going to pick um, is The Coming Storm, uh, the Gabriel Gatehouse uh, podcast, which was all about the events that brought us to the January uh, insurrection uh, on the Capitol building in the US. And it's essentially the history of the QAnon uh, conspiracy theory and how that took hold, where it came from, and the the journey that ultimately, you know, got to uh, that place on January the January the 6th. And it's a, it's an astonishing piece of work. It's a really really great uh, podcast. He's done an incredible job of speaking to a lot of people, going out, finding, meeting the people uh, who were in, who were involved and and trying to get underneath this this conspiracy, well, like all conspiracy theories that sound so ridiculous when you say it out loud calmly, uh, you think, well, how does somebody get caught up in that? But of course, people have been caught up in that, and families have, you know, have lost relatives. You hear stories of sons and daughters who've said they've lost parents or other family or the other way around because they've become so consumed by this particular theory that then they've closed themselves off. So they're only people are only spending time with other people who feel the same way as as they do, which is obviously you know how these things kind of work. So that. That was that was absolutely superb, um, and I would I would recommend that as something that if you haven't listened to you you know is well worth a listen, um, simply because obviously it's so relevant and it's so so very much you know still in the news, but but it's such a it's such an interesting journey and it's such an extended journey. It's a little bit like the Brexit journey in terms of how long it was bubbling under underneath how how long it took for it to actually break through the surface and become a thing um and it's only when you think of the fact that that you know that that the hard right were working towards brexit for you know 20 30 years and you're in the same sort of space with you know everything to do with 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 QAnon as well so that would be my that's my listen pick of of the year um with the british scandals thing as a bit of light relief to toss in if you if you fancy a a, a little bit of a, a a satirical giggle so what's left well it's kind of experience really that's left it's kind of thing that i'm looking back on and going wow that was that was really really special i'm trying not to include family stuff too much in this because i it's difficult to it's very difficult to pick a family thing over a something else thing so i'm going to kind of put the family things away uh, i mean thoroughly enjoyed uh, particularly enjoyed going uh, 
across to Catalonia. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. That part of Spain I've never been to. Well, not Spain, obviously, I keep on doing it again. I'm calling it Spain, and everybody around there say it's not Spain, it's Catalonia. But anyway, um, I'm going to I'm going to think back to all the things, and I'm going to I'm actually going to go for something that's happened really, really recently, and I'm going to say that um, the Steve Hogarth gig in Oxford just before Christmas was just really 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 special and i've been to plenty of running gigs and i've been to plenty of 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 steve hogarth natural shows and for those of you who don't know what a steve hogarth um solo gig is it's him and a piano and he basically does uh his own songs so he does marillion songs he does his own songs and he does cover versions of things and he chats to the audience and it's just a it's a very intimate evening and they're very special and no two are the no two are alike but there was something particular about this one this year that was just uber magical. And I can't really quite ex- explain what it was. But if I think back of the things I've done this year, then that's going to be the thing I'm I'm going to say. Actually, that was I just felt like you were in the right place at the right time. Um, I mean... Partly because Trevor Horn was sat behind me, um, bizarre in of itself. Um, partly because I was obviously involved in proceedings, which I still have to pinch myself about because it's impossible in my head to work out that I'm doing a podcast on a weekly basis with the singer of my favourite band. That, that makes no sense whatsoever. So unless I compartmentalise that and actually um, just say, well, this is just a thing that I do and deal with it that way around, I, I, because the enormity of it wouldn't, wouldn't work. So I've just, got, I've just got to deal with that way around. So being involved in it is still kind of weird and being involved in that particular event was still kind of weird but just everything about it it was just it was just a wonderful collection of things that happened in a room with a lot of people who have who have you know come to to mean um, a lot to me and just this just this sense of as i say apart from being in the right place at the right time just this sense of of collective kind of um goodwill uh and support and um i don't know i don't know how it's, it's, it, you kind of had to be there to feel it and it was just one of those things that i i sensed very very quickly i was in the right place at the right time so um that's something that i'll i will be thankful for that happened this year and there's look there's been so much that's happened this year that has been so bonkers and so crazy and and so wrong and has got me you know animated and annoyed and ranty and all of those kind of things that when you have these moments of just something that happens that's kind of what human beings can do as a positive thing then you look at something like that and go yeah that, that was a that was just that was just a great night so and i can't think of a better event through the course of the year as i say taking the putting some of the family stuff to to one side i can't think of a better thing than that the only one that i would potentially pick out was i went to as a school governor i went to um, an evening which celebrated the achievements of four of last year's uh, year 11 
students and one particular story in that um, about a, a, um, a, a young man who, who exceeded expectations in terms of getting the English grade that he needed and him being there and what it meant to him and what it meant to him, to his family, to have got and the, 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 the fact that this this young man just didn't want to let his family down and actually managed to work incredibly hard to get the result he needed um that was really moving that was that was awe inspiring that you know as as a as a place to be um and to hear that story and to and to to be you know witness what that young man had well all of those young people had achieved um that was that was you know awe inspiring and humbling at the same time so that was that that was a that kind of ran it a bit of a close second and i and the thing about that was i wasn't really you know, I, I wasn't invested necessarily in those students as they went through the journey, but you only had to hear about the journey to very quickly, um, you know, get a get a sense of the achievement there, which was which was magical, and it made me, it it made me very proud to have be a governor at a school like that, and it made me want to try and do what I could in my role as a governor to support an institution that that supports young people in the way that 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 school does and that team at that school do so that was that was kind of if it was anything was going to run it a close second then that would run it a, a you know a close sort of second but anyway that was a bit of a rambly kind of end of the year kind of not quite normal tfm thing i'll i'll put some links on the notes to some of the things i've shouted out just in case you want to check any of them um any of them out um and and I'll probably get back to ranting next week. I'm sure there'll be something to rant about in the new year, um, you know, quite quite easily. But in the meantime, just things there that have enriched my life um, that you might get something from, and you you might not, but they're there if you want to check them out. And in the meantime, uh, have a have a great new year. Uh, I hope you really enjoy, um, you know, the next the next couple of days, and I wish you the very very best um, for twenty twenty three. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs>